Real Life Street Stars, man. Listen, we are here for a very, 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 very important and not only important, but interesting interview. Um, we have Miss Legina Gold, uh, Miss Love in the building, man. Once again, hi, welcome to the couch. Welcome to Dallas, first and foremost. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. No, we appreciate you coming through. Now, uh, for those that may be deaf, dumb, stupid, living on the rock, not seeing what's going on, you have been not only trending uh, everywhere, um, but also you've made it to the Shade Room, Hollywood, and you're everywhere. And that's because, you know, you come out um, and you have said that, hey, I am the illegitimate child, the secret love child between Ali and R. Kelly, um, which, of course, in itself is is, you know, mind blowing in itself as far as just even yes. that allegation. So before we even get into that topic, I want to get to know and we as an audience want to get to know Legina more. Um, where are you from? First and foremost, where were you born? Where are okay. you from? So I was raised in Detroit. That's pretty much all I know It was is Detroit. So as accounting how I got here, that's still up for questions. It's still... We just gonna have to find out. You gonna find out in my journey with me too. So, and pretty much Detroit. I uh, stayed in New York for a little bit, visited Cleveland for a second. So Texas is a place I would like to stay or somewhere warm. Definitely. So not in Detroit, no. Texas is much, much warmer than uh, than Detroit. Yes. <laughs> I'll say that. Now, I'm gonna be asking, I guess, some questions as, um, Technically, and a person who's invested or as an audience member who may ask questions, um, mm -hmm. I guess the first thing anyone would want to know is, um, you know, how was your life coming up? Who raised you uh, as from a child to adolescence? You know, who was in your life at this time? And, you know, okay. what information were they giving you at this time as far as even who you are? Okay, so my memory evolves with my mom being in a set house like a, f a four family flat type of house or two family. It was, it had other people, but it wasn't an apartment type. And I think, th I think that's when my mom probably died. That's when I went to this house called Wayburn. And that's when I started seeing my father for visits. And I was with uh, a man named Nana. He raised me into all the way to 2007. So we kind of moved to house to house, different house. We always have to abruptly leave all the time. And then when he left in 2007 for to be a home of aid in New York, um, then that's when I was shipped around with the with his his my uh, father's, I mean my grandfather's baby mother's family, and that's when I was everywhere in that house. So I didn't really have like a set house that I lived for more than uh, two years, and it just been shipped all over. Man, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so with that being said, let's stay right there for a second. Um, how was life for you growing up, um, as a child, uh, kind of, um, you know, coming into womanhood and things like that? Uh, mm -hmm. how was life for you, uh, just from your recollection as, you know, was it a fun, was it fun times? Was it more so troubling? Were you like, um, it was more of a Cinderella effect for me as far as having to always move. So which each, each people, they come with their own sets of rules and things, how the, the ways, how they process things or deal with things. So I had to learn each personality and mood. So I had to study people. 
And I had to do that in school as well because I was different schools. I went to like three or four different schools in one grade and seventh grade year. So it was a lot of different movement for me. So learning with different people and had to, for me, it, it affected me as far as I just had to be observant and listen before or think before anything else, before I interact with these people because they all had a different type of um, pinpoint type. Mm, I hear you. Well, I'm glad, uh, you know, again, uh, to even, you know, get this story is amazing as far as what implications this show. Yeah. So let's start at the end and let's work our way backwards. Um, you first and foremost, uh, you you yourself came out and said, hey, you know, these are my parents. Yeah. Um, how long were you in knowledge of that? How long were you feeling that? Um, and also... What made you yourself come out and say it? So um, these are memories I had, but I couldn't explain away. For my dad, um, I used to refer to him like the the first guy, the, my first dad, until I got my other dad. But I used to didn't tell nobody. I didn't tell anybody because I'm like, it sounds crazy. Nobody going to believe me if I said my first dad was R. Kelly. I used to sing his songs in music class. And he just left me after his trial and then... Then it came my second dad, and he was there for a moment, and then he eventually had to go to his next work. So for having that kind of memories, and so it kind of made me not listen to his songs growing up as much. So it just so I didn't know the magnitude of how who he was as an artist, because I personally wasn't. It it hurted me, it triggered me, and then it was the people around me didn't have the questions or they had the answers to the question, and just they wasn't allowed to tell me it. So, and then from my mom, I remember seeing her on TV when I was like very young. Maybe I was five because my age range is different. They, um, so from the memories, I do remember of seeing her on TV and then my grandma saying not to say that. And then the waiver in the house that I mentioned, um, that's, I was living in that house and then we visited somebody's house. Um, and then I see my mom on uh, her video more than a woman. And I'm like, there she go. Like. Exactly. Is this her? Like, she, she looked different. Her hair is different. And I'm like, ah, uh, it probably is her. And I'm like, this Def, might Def. be her. And then Def. when she died, I wanted to, I wanted to differentiate her from the woman that I knew as my mom and her. Man. To so, accept it better. So I just didn't say nothing because, I mean, I'll never see her again because the type of relationship we had, it was, she always kept that word. And when we, it, it took a long time sometimes, but she always, when she said she was come, she was coming. So I just held on to that faith. And then. So, um, mm -hmm. what we're saying here is, uh, you know, before even all the allegations and things mm -hmm. of that nature, um, uh, Robert Kelly, R. Kelly, um, he is one of the most, what people may say, talented, you know, individuals in the R and B genre, or even in music genre, in the mm -hmm. past few decades, and um, for uh, Aaliyah, yeah. um, for what she was going to be and what she was going to do in her life, um, uh, what she, you know, she was one of the greats. Yeah, um, it has been confirmed that there was a relationship there. Yeah, um, they did. From what we've seen in like Surviving R. Kelly, I don't know if you watched. Have you watched Surviving R. Kelly or anything like that? No. Don't even worry about. Don't even worry about watching. 
But it was shown that, yes, they were in a relationship. Uh, their, uh, Leah's parents knew about it. Um, yeah. There was a um, possible uh, unborn child. Um, there was, you know, they, yeah. you know, they had romance yeah. uh, at their age. It was confirmed, uh, at least through what we've seen in court documents right. as far as a marriage annulled. Yep. From what we know is that, you know, uh, no child was ever born of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, R. Kelly went off and, you know, after he wrote her albums, went off and, you know, did his thing. She went off and did her thing. But what we also know back in the 90s, you're able to hide a lot of things. You're able to, you could stay gone for six to seven to eight, nine months and not be seen by the public. Or you only show them what you want them to see. Yeah. Back then, this is before social media. So it does make your story even more incredible because it's like the possibility of it being there. Um, so what I will ask you is, have you ever thought to... Um, verify the truth? Have anybody stopped you from trying to verify the truth? Have you attempted to verify the truth based on the memories that you've had? Yes. Um, I talked to my second family about my memories and then they was all trying to say, maybe it's the past life. It wasn't like a thing for me thinking I'm mentally crazy. Um, so it was just more of, Hmm, that's interesting. Hmm. And they kind of brushed it off a lot. They wasn't saying nothing. They didn't say, oh, it's not true. Oh, you're lying. They just said, interesting. Or or let me post something about my mom online. Then they look at it and then they just hand me back my phone or something like. It's not like, oh, do you actually think, do you believe, believe me or believe that? It was nothing like that. So for people saying that, the media is saying that now, it, I didn't get that same energy. They made it, I, because they didn't try so hard to say, oh, it's not true, it's not true, made me believe myself even more because I'm like, this is the emotion. And then the emotion I have personally for my parents, it brings me to tears. It makes me feel away. And I'm not the one, I'm not the type to move out of emotions as much or trying right. to actions. I'm more of a thinker. So me coming out is because I, I have some answers that I found myself and I believe in myself, right. my heart. So I have to ask you then, um, mm-hmm. uh, what made you want to share this information with the world? Cause sometimes some people will know these things and they'll just, they'll take it to their grave. Um, tell us what made you and what kind of, what did you expect after you brought it out to the world um from the messages my mom left me her songs as far as um um one in a million it's it's a code it's a clue i have a one in a million type of eye condition where it's a different um pigment or it's different colored a little bit so that's a one in a million type of eye disease and um also from Anastasia still, I mean, I, oh, sorry, that's 50 shades. Uh, Anastasia from the Anastasia movie, as far as right. her song. And then you see it was a girl that was adopted and then she finally met her family. And um, also Erica Kane is the um, All My Children a character where she had two daughters. One was adopted that she gave. She was raped by, um, sorry to say that word, but the art word word from um, a a famous person when she was 14 years old and her mother 
they had the baby, they gave the baby away for adoption and made sure not to bring it up. So eventually the girl would forget it. Wow. So <clears throat> mm-hmm. with that being said, with you coming out and, uh, you know, kind of letting the world know, um, you ruffled a lot of feathers where people were like, what? And like you said, um, you know, yeah. normally people will shut down rumors immediately. Um, yeah. These rumors haven't been shut down as even I would expect for them to be shut down with proof showing that, you know, anything is of the contrary of what you're yeah. saying. So what did you expect even with coming out and saying this and or feeling having these thoughts and having these feelings and, you know, letting your memories out and kind of saying this? What did you expect the world? How did you expect the world to receive you? The same way they're receiving it now. The same way <laughs> I thought about it. I'm like, I, even I, I sound like I'm crazy. I, I, it's going to be hard to prove. But I know from my heart and know what the world is capable of. And the fact that they went so hard to try to dispel what I've been saying. I felt like I needed people to see me because they were doing that to me privately. And nobody knew who I was. And I was kept trying to reach out and try to reach out. So... That's why I wanted to contact uh, Jaguar Wright as far as help asking her to help me because she knows the uh, how extreme this can get, this kind of world can get, and she survived it. And I, I view her as like uh, like how my mother would have probably ended up, or to speak her truth, or who knows. She so she survived the industry, so. And it's crazy because you know we actually have Jaguar right here uh, behind the camera, and I actually want to ask. Jack Wright to, um, to you know, as far as advice, um, you know, what did you feel when she reached out to you when she told her truth? Because you come from a lot of people who have had lies and are now not saying I want to I don't want to say to use the word expose, but let's say some things are coming to light. And now you're seeing this another situation where things are coming to light. Uh, what were your thoughts when she reached out to you? If you don't mind just speaking. By the way, I just want to shout out your um, edit in dialect. Because the word exposed has been, it's played out. It's old. It's whack like a jerry curl waiting to die. <laughs> We're going to change it to illuminate. Oh. There are things that are being illuminated. You know? Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, she reaches out to you. Yeah. Um, she has this story and therefore um, it's, it, it piques your interest, I'm assuming, at least a little bit. And therefore, we have her here in Dallas. Yeah. Uh, we have her here by own accord um, to even want to speak on this scenario. And she was able to do the Dallas-Delphia podcast. Um, do you feel like uh, her story is one of many based Absolutely. on... I do not believe that she is special. <laughs> I do not believe that she is a rare case. What I do believe is that she is the most important story. Because she is one of the shunned children of the entertainment industry. These niggas, they do all kinds of wild shit. And then they fuck up. And then they want to erase reality like it never happened. And there are so many of these children, like Legina Gold, who are victims and casualty of their brazen, narcissistic, sociopathic ways. Her. Now you got the little LL Cool J baby. The what's his name? The love Love Benji. <laughs> Ain't your name Love too? Yes. 
It's yeah. it's like a now Diddy got the new baby love. Like what is this? Some kind of yeah, underground sex trafficking railroad? Something going on. Let me ask that. Let me ask. When you saw a situation like where uh, the love Benji guy yeah. comes out saying, "Hey, LL fathered me," and you see there's resemblance there. What are your thoughts when you see something like that? Because this happened after you. Yes. Came out publicly, and I'm like, his name Love too. Like that's the first thing. I'm like, that's kind of. It's not, it's not coincidental at all. And I believe his story. I believe they do things like this. They always... They said the magic word. Mm-hmm. The magic word he said was N-D-A. N-D-A. Do you know what N-D-A stands for? Yes. Nigga, don't ask. <laughs> Right. Let me go turn that off. Right, right. Uh, a non-disclosure agreement for those who <laughs> in the political yeah. world. Um, so I have to ask you then, for those that might say, mm-hmm. Legina, you don't resemble R. Kelly Aaliyah to a T. Yeah. What would you say to that as far as someone saying that, hey, you don't look like your dad, you don't look like your mother. You know, normally... Well, I have two, two words, DNA and biology. So... It, everybody don't look like their parents. Everybody looks like somebody look like their grandparents. Somebody look like the great great grandparents or the great auntie. We that's how life is, and especially if you're in a black community, you have different shades, different variety of blackness. So. Oh yeah, no, I have. Listen, I have four sister, uh, three sisters. Yeah, all by the same mother and father. Yeah. If you saw us all together, you'd be like, "There's no way." One is <laughs> light as hell. Mm-hmm. Others, dark. I mean, it's crazy. So trust yeah. me, I know exactly where you're coming from. I know exactly yeah. what you mean. Now, do you ever feel like there could be a chance, possibly, that maybe you are the child of Aaliyah, but a different father, or you're the daughter of R. Kelly, but a different mother? Um, I thought of it, but I believe I'm my mom's child. So if she has a different dad somewhere, another guys that's willing to you know engage with a teenager then but I also remember him visiting me so I when he kind of figured like he was in her life he would have he was in my life so I would have he would have done a DNA test about what me too so yeah I personally feel like um R. Kelly had a different kind of just uh you know Mm -hmm. just you know for him to even have been intimate with Aliyah. Um, what are your thoughts on that scenario as far as just the age difference of what that mother and fatherhood could be for you? Uh, it's horrible. I, um, to know it, that like somebody I once loved and like very appreciated, I feel like he couldn't do no wrong in my eyes just to find out in school like he did. And it's like now as a adult, it explains certain things, questions I had that as a kid. Why can my I can't? Why can I been with my parents the same way? But now I know why, and I know how why my grandma reacted that way. Right. So, so I must ask you then. Um, and again, this you know could be emotional um, as far as just even speaking mm-hmm. on the topic. Um, it was August of two thousand one in which we lost Aaliyah. Yes. Um, to a, a plane crash. Yes. Um, was not supposed to happen. Plane was overweight, leaving a video shoot for Rock the Boat. And these things happened. Um, so me, I'm a little older, so I was kind of like aware. Like I was, I think I was at IHOP when I found yeah. that out. And it was just so unbelievable. But the problem was the world was shut down by that news 
But yeah. then 9-11 happened literally a couple of weeks later where New York was attacked, which yeah. maybe took a little bit of what was going on with Aaliyah away from that. And therefore now we're focused on this war in Iraq and things. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I know you're, you're a child at this time, but mm-hmm. for this stuff to have be happening, you're young to see um, the passing of Aaliyah, but then also, you know, America getting attacked. Um, and I don't know how much you know at this time, but even retrospectively looking back, what are your thoughts as far as just losing uh, the world, losing Aaliyah, you, you, you losing Aaliyah, just everything that happened with that. And then it can, of course us having to respond to the New York attacks right after. The thing about, the thing about it is when I found out my mom died, it was through her rock the boat video. So that was already happened. And I didn't know until probably a year later. And for uh, the tw- the Twin Towers, I w- kind of don't remember it actually either. So it's it was just a foggy history. It might it might be able, I might be able to remember it through the hypnosis I'm going to be doing in Philadelphia. But so let's and I'm gonna, I'm going to touch right back to that. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, well, actually, let's talk about it now. So yeah, Delphi TV Network, uh, uh, and I want to definitely shout out Jaguar Right, shout out Goomba. Um, for what they're doing and, uh, you know, the stories they're bringing to light. Because, again, uh, yeah. a lot of people are able to speak up now on um, things that, you know, they wouldn't speak up on before. Jaguar kind of opened up yeah. somewhat the floodgates of being able to tell the tell your truth. Yeah. And that's all it is. Um, can no one tell you what your truth is yeah. um, except for you? I mean, yeah. whole lie, whole fabrication. My truth is my truth. And can't nobody tell me different because this is the way I see it. Yeah. Um, you are willing and said openly that you're willing to do go through um a hypnosis process yes uh basically um uh a hypnosis process can not only unlock memories but also you know have you um be able to speak on those memories while you're in the process mm-hmm. um have you ever been through a hypnosis process ever i remember um a guy that i um worked with as an online casino dealer um he was hypnotizing people and um, so that was my first time seeing anything being hypnotized, uh, being hypnotized or I, I don't, I wasn't the one that been hypnotized, but maybe because I didn't trust him in that situation. But, um, I've seen somebody literally been hypnotized and she, they, he told her to do a lot of things and I've seen it. So I'm like, that's kind of scary. Yeah. And that same person is actually in trouble by being intimate with certain people he hypnotized and, the casino world is small too, so I heard different stories from from that same guy, or different people is talking about the same guy. So, oh, wow. yeah. So, um, uh, there was also um, uh, I want to speak to um, R. Kelly. Uh, again, I know you haven't watched Surviving R. Kelly, um, mm-hmm. but he is currently locked up for thirty years for. Um, mm-hmm trafficking underage girls. Um, He, of course, had three different cases. One dropped, one convicted him of 30 years, the other's looking for 25 years. Um, He's still here. What are your thoughts, you know, as far as when you're going through that scenario? My thoughts is for the female or the victims that he hurted. And as a human being, I'm on their side because... 
if somebody was to do that for somebody he cared about, then he should understand other people care about other people too. And wrong is wrong, regardless. And it hurts me as a, the young me and to know, but not really the dot me. And I understand. It is, I still need to overwork my own trauma with that situation. Yeah. It just So it's kind of hard to really be, to so, say on that matter as much. I have to ask you that I think you were able to speak with um, Azriel, Azriel Clary's father yeah. uh, just yesterday. Yeah. Um, how was that coming? I mean, do you know the story of Azriel Clary? Um, she was one of the two who actually, uh, even during his trial, was basically live in. Uh, they were there still up until a certain point, but they were actually there fighting for him. They were on Gail King, mm. uh, you know, you know, trying to defend his name, defend his name, defend his honor. Uh, how was it uh, talking to her father? And what are your thoughts on of her? Because I believe she's way younger than you. Yeah. And she, of course, was, you know, in a relationship with uh, R. Kelly. What are your thoughts as far as talking to her father and also what the situation she went through and it probably is still going through? Um, for talking with him, I felt remorseful on behalf of my father as far as uh, father and daughter love. And to I still feel that way, that that remorse for his victims, like like I done it myself, even though I didn't. And also I stand out. My mom was a victim of him, too. So I just see my mom and these many females or many people that he hurted. And far as seeing that she I had to google her so um to know that she still had a side but it's it's a it's a thing called the Stockholm syndrome so I'm pretty sure that's where she probably got that admiration for him from that Stockholm syndrome right what do you feel um you know uh um Aaliyah's not here to speak for herself as far as what you know she was going through at that time. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts as far as um, people in the music industry taking advantage of either people that's younger or less fortunate with less money, with less power? Um, mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on that type of mechanism going on in the music industry or just in the, in, in the entertainment industry in general? Weak people target weak people or strong people. And is it, I don't get it. From a human standpoint, I don't get it, and I see the wrong in it. And people like my father deserve to be locked up or punished for their crimes. It's certain things you don't do. It's certain things you should try to strive not to do. And because of that power or the power they think that they, they have, they succumb to a lot of things that made them weak. Exactly. And so... I have to then ask, um, R. Kelly himself has stated that, you know, he was molested at a young age. He's been open about that. Yeah. His brother, who was on the documentary, confirmed that, yes, no, we had an older family member Sister. that, yeah, that, you I'm know. I'm disappointed with her, too, actually. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Because this kind of forms the man to be who he is, in a sense. Because yeah. the thing is, it's hard because as a grown up, I'm like, well, why would you do that to your own why would you do that to kids, period? And for you to do that, because I know I wouldn't be here. So I'm just saying from a, as a dot standpoint, um, 
why would you do that as a sister, as a uh, as an older one? Because I know she was like a teenager too, but she was older and she should know better. And I'm like, where did this the root of this cult came from? And was it somebody else did it to her? And then the next one is like, where do we stop? And these people need help. And I resent her for doing that to him. And also I resent him to doing that to other people. So, so speaking of help, um, mm-hmm. do you feel like even having this knowledge and these thoughts that, you know, that you needed any type of therapy, any type of, you know, yep. psychosomatic treatment or anything like that? Like, how has that been going for you? Um, I already reached out to a therapist before I got hospitalized. So I was already finding, trying to, on the process of healing my own self, talking to my therapist. I told my doctor I needed anxiety pills. And because I had a panic attack like two years ago. So, um, you know what caused that panic attack? Do you know what it was about? I mean, I know you don't really quite panic attacks come from anywhere, but do you kind of feel where that was coming from? I was by myself and I was like, um, I felt like I lost something and it was a secret I needed to know. So I was asking the people around me and then they was all being very suspicious. They was acting very sus. And I'm like, um, so it just kind of made me more nervous. And then if something happened to me in Cleveland and when I wanted to move out to Cleveland. So it was a lot of situation there too. Like I felt like I was getting forced to stay in Detroit and forced in. So it kind of made me get a panic, panic attack. Wow. Something else. And it probably can be able to come forth with the, uh, by the hip. Um, hypnosis. Yep. Hypnosis. Thank you. So, so I'm curious, you, um, you said you, you got, you had got clinical help before, like you've been, uh, hospitalized? No. Okay. So that was my first time ever. Wow. Um, so how was that for you as far as how the doctors treat you how you know like do they reality check i mean how did shit man it it, it brought me to a point where i felt like people was questioning my words a lot questioning my mentality because the the nurses deal with every kind of people and the doctors and psychiatrists they deal with a lot of people and i'm like i know i'm not supposed to be here i'm not crazy The, the only way you go there is if you're harming others or yourself and I didn't do anything. I was just in my own house, wow. expressing myself online, my truth. And I was in there and the nurses, they strapped me up. Well, the p- police came to my house. It was like a, a eight officers all together, two to three M- EMS people, workers. So they all came for me and then they strapped me up. And I'm like, I'm not even harmed. People looking at me like I'm dangerous. Yeah, like, were you like doing, crazy. were you, to be honest, were you doing something that would be conceived as dangerous, you feel? Well, I was resisting the cops. Before that, though, before the cops even got uh, there. No, no. So eight of them pulled up yeah. to restrain you, I guess you could say. Yeah, five of them was in my home, three was outside. It was. Who, who was who was all there? Like who called the people on you? Like who was um, the second family? The De Jesus. It was um, Zamanique De Jesus. She's a junior. Her she's that name after her mother, and then Shaquita De Jesus. They came. I I gave Zamanique the a key because she gave me a key of her house when we were still speaking terms. <laughs> the other sister, her sister, I didn't see her for a year because we fell out because she liked to hold my things from me and. So um, she came. She came on the fifth. I went viral on the, uh, I believe, second, third, and fourth of February, and then the fifth of uh, February they came to my place with a police officer, and then 
they said they couldn't do nothing. And then they want, I have a video. If you look at my, um, my Instagram or Facebook and you see them two ladies outside yeah. trying to make it seem like I was going to kill myself. And I'm like, I'm not suicidal. You don't got to worry about nothing. I don't want you here though. So you got to leave. Wow. And then by the sixth day, the next, by the February 6th, which is the next day, they pulled, they came back again. She opened the door. I was about to take a shower. So I was almost naked all the way. And five officers came in my house and they were handcuffed me and had to dress me and take me outside. Do you feel this would have happened if you did not say what you said and come out? Do you? No. Wow. No. Oh, man, that's why it's like. Know, I said what I've, I've been saying this since like August. And I've been calling saying that they had handlers for like two years prior to them. It just, I went viral on the. It, it, it hit the right ears. Yeah, the right ears. Yep. How was that for you going viral? Again, you, you, were, you hit the shade room and everything. How was that seeing that you're facing, you're everywhere? Did you expect that one? And how was it seeing yourself like with mil- technically millions of views everywhere where people are looking at your story? Um, so right, I, I went to the hospital, so they, um, I seen that I was getting traction and I'm like, good, as long as, whether it was negative comments, I need people to see me just cause in fact, I feel like they was going to hurry up and try to stop me. So I needed people eyes on me and in case they did take me, y'all know who it is right. and I'm not the first one. Very true. Very true. Very true. <laughs> so, so, um, so again, mm-hmm. August, you've been saying this. Yep. But before August, how long were you wanting to say this? Like, wanting to come, like, was it always in you to... I wasn't sure. I kept denying because everybody kept saying, oh, I don't know what you're talking about, even since I was a kid. So I'm like, maybe it's not true. Maybe it's not true. Maybe I'm going crazy. Maybe it is. And I'm like, the way I'm crying over this, the way I feel, this is not normal. I like, like, for, for the second mom, when she had a stroke, I didn't know I loved her until then. And that's not normal to say that or think that. And also, um, they never invoked this kind of emotion. And I remember every trauma I had prior to a lot of things. So I pretty much um, remember the traumas I had. So it made me feel away. It was certain um, timelines in my memories. So I remember this because of the way, what I went through. Understandable. Mm-hmm. Now, also on Philadelphia TV network, uh, outside of hypnosis, uh, you're possibly going to do a live DNA test. Yes. Um, you want to do this, correct? Yes. This is what you want to do. Yes, I want to do it. It's for me more than so than anybody else. And this is the memories. I just want to justify my memories and validate that in the emotions I feel. And hypnosis or ancestry, doc, I mean, ancestry, yeah. DNA type testing. I mean, what? So let's... Let's play it two ways then. Mm-hmm. Let's say, let's say it's true. Yeah. Um, what would you want to happen next if uh, you are the daughter of R. Kelly and Aaliyah? Of course, Aaliyah is not here no more, but I yeah. believe her parents still run her estate. R. Kelly is still here. Um, I don't know who runs his estate. I'm sure his people still run his estate, but of course, you know, it's in a negative. Um, what do you want to happen next? Are you still living a normal life? I mean, are you uh, are you pursuing to know more about your parents? Um, mm-hmm. Do you want acceptance from the world and also their families? Um, what do you I want wanna, to happen next? I want to be able to get justice for my mom and 
to continue her legacy and make more people watch her and know who she is and continue her legacy, I mean. But um, for my dad estate, I don't really have an interest in it. Um, maybe his other children might, but... That's what I was going to say. He has me. other children, which means that you're a relative by birth of his of, of the yeah. same father. I would like to meet my siblings from, from him. I will do that. Um, I kind of remember a little girl. I think her name, Baby Blue, my sister, which is Joanne, the junior. Um, yes, the junior of his mother who passed away. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace, Grandma. And, um, too, I kind of remember her. Like, I thought she was my mom's daughter, too. Mm. So I'm not sure if they did anything weird with that situation or not. But we'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah, no, and if we once we do find out again, Aaliyah, she had no other children, so therefore, you know, some stars pass away with ha- giving birth to no children. But yeah. if this, of course, could, and if it is true, it could be like just what that you write as far as legacy goes on. Yeah. You're carrying something forward. Yeah. Um, now, on the flip side of that, if a DNA test is done, I gotta have you. I gotta get your thoughts on it, and it comes back that no. You're not related to R. Kelly or Aaliyah. Um, what does that do for you mentally? And two, what is your next step after that? Um, of course, I'll probably get like a backup DNA or backup entry, something to have a second opinion because this is the memory I still feel. And I know people will go to the highest to change a lot of things. And if it it's if it's if it's not it, then I'll will go seek mentally help and wonder why I'm getting these memories of being her daughter versus anybody else. So, so as far as a possible, and let's just say, let's just go down the narrative. Is if it if you if it doesn't come back as you know 100 percent or 99, whatever the number is, yeah. showing that what it is. Um, technically, what or who would be your biological father? your biological mother, um, outside of these two people, who where were they at? What would they say in that scenario? Like, hey, I'm, you know, do you have contact with them still to this day? They have, they came, um, the second mom came with the sister that my infamy in, but I didn't talk to her or see her or she didn't, I don't, I haven't spoke to her in months actually. And with the second uh, father, I asked him, I'm like, about who my parents was. And I'm like, I remember you knowing who my mom was. And I remember you talking to my granddad and my grandma. So who are you? Like, and you are, you are currently a living home health, living in home health aide right now. And he also told me that he was two years and his birth certificate, his real age, he's two years older than his birth certificate. Mm. So I'm like, so are you, you got some. Are you able to either one tell us your age, tell us your birth date? Okay. I think I'm in. I think I'm either born in 1993, 1994, 1995. Even though when you see the one only, um, the one, the one of the youngest pictures of me, it looked like I'm five years old in 1998. But they said I'm supposed to be three years old. I look like I'm five, and you can uh-huh. see it on my page too. So, and then it explains why I. Grew like body hairs older older than most girls my age. Definitely. So, um, do you have uh, 
young videos, pictures? Do you have a lot of that? Like as far as just old phot- photographs no. or videos? Um, my um, second father, Nana, said he it he doesn't have any. I was living with him. Um, pretty Very much. Very coincidental. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a coincidence. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have any, and I was living with him, and not his baby mom, which is my grandpa's baby mom too. Um, so it just. Man, I'll say this, man. We we've seen celebrities go through uh, extensive measures to hide their children. Um, yeah. I think Carl Malone was just exposed for having a child with a thirteen-year-old. Mm. Um, denied the child uh, for ever, and then finally, when they did a DNA test and it was his, uh, the child support was too much for him, even though he was an NBA player. And um, he mm. finally met him at 17 years old and said, "Hey, I got you know you're you're already grown. I can't do nothing for you." So we mm. have seen people of stature go through extreme lengths to continue their careers without much of a hiccup. Um, but I have to ask then, um, do you? Do you have any talents? Like, you know, you're... you're singing. Yeah. I sing. I dance. I used to dance uh, in high school. And also, I want to pursue acting as well. And I also do art, like painting, do little crafts here and there. And I film of videos on YouTube or online. So you'll see me make, making my own intros and outros and... Um, logos to I do graphic design as well. So, oh, definitely. I mean, the fact that you, have you, have you recorded any records at all? Uh, I did feature on somebody's song before, man. But I'm gonna be recording this year. That's my goal. I didn't. I at first I lost my um motive, my passion for it. Yeah. But then I recently got it back, so I was like, okay, I let let me do this. Let's do it. The name Legina, do you feel like that's your real name? Um, that's the name I made for myself because I was I was raised as Angela. I see. And so it's an acronym for Angela, Legina. And you put it to mix it, it's Angela. So do you feel Angela is your real name? No. Mm. My real name I feel is Love. Definitely. L O V E Lila Halton. Definitely. So you're in Dallas now. Um, again, uh, you were able to come out to Dallas uh, to uh, an episode of the Dallas Delphi mm-hmm. Network with uh, Jaguar Wright. Um, uh, very uh, courageous of you to um, uh, leave Detroit. Um, how has things been for you since telling your truth? Uh, we're going on, a, we're, we're in mid-February. Well, I mean, we're going on March now. Um, how have things been for you outside of the February 5th getting caught? Like, it sounds like it's been a roller coaster. How are things for you now? How the fast, How have the past few weeks been? So, how have you been dealing with it all? So when I, I learned some things being um, hospitalized, more self-care, more my anxiety did calm. Even though I was wrongly diagnosed, but my anxiety did calm. He fixed something. And I came and met beautiful people because Jaguar Wright and uh, Sean, or King Payne, they reached Shout out. Shout out to Sean David wearing King Payne for it. Yep, they reached out to me and uh, um, helped me. We had an interview already, so it kind of it brought good people that I need to be that, that I need to be around in my life. And I'm learning new things. I just started eating back meat again after not eating it for five years. So I'm like, What made you stop? 
um, animal lives matter too. Oh, no, that, it does. And it does. Uh, so you went, wait, you went full vegan or you just yeah. did like, Vet, five you still years. did eggs or like what'd you do? So five years vegetarian and two years vegan. Okay. So okay. now I'm back eating it. It started with eggs. So wait, animal lives don't matter no more? So? Um, I think my anxiety went down, so okay. I'm not anxious about you it. You don't no hear more. them cries no more. I might, I might come back. I might feel bad again. We take you to a pig farm. We're gonna change the whole. Oh, uh, I don't eat pork. <laughs> no, I'm just messing. I'm just messing. Hey, listen, yeah. I eat meat. Um, hey, I'm sorry to everyone yeah. who don't. I'm sorry. Sorry, little animals. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, little animals. Um, so with that being said, um, what do you expect next for you after? Uh, again, you're gonna go through the hypnosis process. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, you're going to go through the DNA test. you got the world watching. Um, whether right or wrong or whether fact or fiction, uh, what's next for you in your life? What do you plan for you? Because now you're in Dallas, you're traveling, uh, yeah. your face card, you're on the Real Life Street Stars now. <laughs> um, what's next for you as far as for what you want in your life? Again, whether outside of who your parents are, uh, what do you want to do next for yourself? I just want to do what makes me happy and live in my truth and be free and to meet beautiful people along the way and to create good memories, one that's gonna outweigh any bad ones I had and to learn more. I like learning and receiving and just, I'm just up, it's up. Are you worried that like a some guy is gonna come prey on you that you're R. Kelly Aaliyah's daughter and come put some R. Kelly, Leah, grandbaby in you or something. I mean, you don't, you don't worry about these things? Like someone's going to chase some it. clout? Yeah, but I feel like a lot of people, even before I was known, wanted to use something or get some some kind of association with me for some reason. So. The world we live in, the world yeah. we live in, can't, you can't run from it. Yeah. Man, it's very interesting. Man, I, Again, I give you points for your courageousness, for your bravery Thank you. Thank you. to come on this platform, tell your truth again. Who am I to tell you what your truth is? Who are anyone in the comments or anyone watching at home? If yeah. y'all, I mean, I'm like somebody disprover. I mean, somebody discreditor. And that's where, I, that's where I'm at. I'm like, hey, somebody come forward and show me some something that we ain't seen. And therefore, yeah. I'll say, okay, man, this is, but ain't no one did that. That's why it's gotten to even our ears to like, man, we need to have her on this couch and give her, let her tell a story because we're all about letting someone tell their side and tell their story. Um, yeah. If someone wants to come and debunk that, please come sit on this couch. You're welcome. Come bring your proof and show your receipts. Yeah. We'll have you here. Um, I first love of, to see you. See yeah. You there you go. Uh, for those that do want to follow you, um, follow your movement. I I, be, I believe I seen you on TikTok live. Um, I think yeah. you're on Instagram live. I see you on a few yeah. things. So <laughs> if you don't mind, tell us all the platforms that you're on. What What's all okay. your platforms that you're missing? So on my Instagram and Facebook as Legina Gold, and also on YouTube is Legina Gold as well. I'm Spell like, it for them in case they don't. L A G E N A, and Gold is G O L D, and it's on my YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, and on my TikTok I'm Legina Love Gold. So it's L A G E N A L O V E G O L D. And um, if you right now could mm-hmm. speak to, let's just say, first and foremost, R. Kelly, uh, what would you tell him if, let's say, he's right here in your face and it is proven that you are his child? What would you like to tell him? Um, I just want him to, he, him to know that if you're not saying certain things, because of me and you feel like my life is in danger, 
then go ahead and say it. And I did resent you as a kid. I was very hurt by you when you cried and you wanted to leave and you still chose to leave. Maybe you was threatened. I don't know what you did. And I'm very disappointed by your actions, but then I guess I wouldn't be here talking to you. And I'm still, um, I feel like it was a lot of, you could have done things differently, especially after you not being in my life and you seeing what happened. And the conversation you're just gonna have with God, so. Yeah, no, it's crazy you say that because um, uh, one prosecutor dropped their case Mm -hmm. uh, in, I believe in, Illinois against our killer, but the other mm-hmm. state, I believe, is still going forward. And the only reason it's still going forward is because they feel like he hasn't been remorseful of what happened. They say we would drop our case and let him do the 30 and whatever, but we feel like he hasn't come to terms with what he's done. He hasn't seen any remorse. He hasn't said sorry. He's, you know, of course he pled not guilty and he could fight that, but they just, ha- they haven't seen any remorse. So even for what you're saying, you know, if he does ever look at you face to face and say, you know, Un, you know, child of mine or not, I apologize for whatever you went through. That's a, that's a strong ask. Um, if you had the ability to um, to write a letter back to your mother, uh-huh. um, what would that letter consist of? What would you say to Ali if you had a chance to write that letter and she could be able to see that? Mom, your fans, getting on my nerves, <laughs> getting on my nerves, mom. And but I'm gonna tell your truth, and I'm 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 strong because of you, and I'm gonna keep fighting, and I'm gonna make sure we get justice, and I'm not stopping until then, and nobody can make that stop. So there you have it, man. Uh, but they're loyal. There you go. Well, I got to thank you again, man, for again having the courage and the bravery to come on this couch and speak your truth. I can't say it enough, man. This is our, this is the best part. We have to say it, man. Legina Gold on the couch, man. I have to say you are a real life street star. Uh, we salute you for even coming in and speaking to us and having us given some of your time. Uh, thank you thank so much. You. We appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you. We salute. Hey. Shout out real street stars, nigga. Hey.